This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout takes. Almunia saves. Knockout follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Hello and welcome uh, to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us once again, probably our most revered guest. That's the word I'm Revered, revered, revered. It's only Barry from Wigan. How are you, Barry? Very well, thank you. Oh, uh, no, delighted to be back amongst uh, amongst like-minded people. Well, it's it's wonderful to have you back. And it's good to, to be able to see you in, in all the fullness. We're, we're going to go and cover off all of the good stuff because the response to you last time was pretty overwhelming. As you have already suggested, that may have been a response to the whole concept of, of Wigan kebabs. What, what was the other one? Bells Hill Crack or something. Was that was that the one? Beach Hill Crack. Beach Hill Crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. look the at that. I've been to the doctors with before, I think. It's the opposition view, so we're going to be doing the normal kind of things. We're going to be the, doing the completely rubbish DNSYE prediction league that will not die, despite smelling like it might have done. But most importantly, though, we're here to talk about the game coming on at the weekend. Wigan Athletic coming down to Watford. You know, we've got Barry here. We have got absolute podcasting royalty sir there has been so much going on with Wigan in the in the press let's deal with the first thing if if we can what is your understanding at the moment because we've spoken to so many championship clubs and finances are you know of a deep concern but obviously over the last few days there's been a whole host of pieces being put out in terms of uh, you know kind of payments not being made in terms of reactions from various people and concern uh, a lot of the stuff a lot of the concern on on our board um, for, for knowing that you were going to be coming here, that, that this could be extremely bad for Wigan. What's what's the current state of play? Do you know at, at the moment? Well, there was a fans forum last Wednesday, which I, I attended. But prior to that, we'd released our accounts, which showed uh, a loss for last season. You just flashed it over yep. seven point seven yep. million. Uh, but that was taken care of by our owner, who converted all the debt into equity. No, I I ain't a financial man. I get lost in all this. It's just, it's gobbledygook to to myself. But Mm -hmm. how it's been explained to me is that we don't have any debt. The debt's been wiped off and and, and made into shares, which is equity. So so the club has no debt. We've had late payments to staff and players on three occasions last season, last year, from June onwards. The first one occurred around the, I think it was the Queen's birthday. We had like a big, whatever it was, something in June, to do right. with the Queen, there was a big bank holiday there, which mm-hmm. stretched over two days. 
And that was the first one. And they said they got caught out because our money comes in from Bahrain and there was no bank holiday in, in Bahrain, believe it or not, because the Queen, you know, they didn't celebrate uh, whatever it was we were celebrating at that time. They didn't celebrate. So they got caught out and the money bounced back and it ended up being paid in late. That was number one. Then it's happened again in August and then it's happened again in December. By this stage, the executions were sort of wearing a little bit thin, so there was something going on behind the scenes that we wasn't too afraid with. Uh, so the EFL stepped in and said, listen, listen, lads, you can't do this. You've got to pay your staff on time. Uh, mm-hmm. You're in breach of regulations. If it happens again, we're going to dot your points. So you've got a suspended th- three-point penalty. Do you agree to this? And I know a CEO said, yes, we hold our hands up. It's totally our fault. We understand that staff should be paid on time. We accept the, the decision to suspend the three-point penalty if it happens again. Lo and behold, like I said, I went to the uh, fans forum on Wednesday. The, the wages were due on a Friday. There was an emergency meeting at the club on the Thursday. All staff who were informed that there was no, uh, no money had come through to pay the wages. So... They didn't get paid. Now, this over the weekend there was there was quite a lot of rumours going round saying it was going yeah. to administration, all the rest of it. I actually contacted directly one of our uh, directors who very kindly responded to me and said, uh, "We're not going into an administration. It is disgraceful the fact that the the staff haven't been paid." We had all our hands up about that. Uh, he didn't say what the issue was. I have sort of been. I'm not saying I've been told, but I'm understanding more what it's around it, they say it's about liquidity of uh, again mm-hmm. a common man on the street i mean that apprenticeship as a firefighter and then then became a, a college lecturer in firefighting you know so uh <laughs> liquidity to me is is what's coming out the end of your horse so i'm not really a fair with, with with what they're talking about but yeah. let me explain it's turning assets into cash so they can yeah Pay, pay the bills so it's something to do with that but we have a problem because it, like I say it's the fourth time it's happened I believe we're getting docked three points by the EFL I think we're relegated anyway but that will definitely relegate us if it comes in this season there's been a bit of, bit of chatter on Twitter that it might come in next season but I I, I, th- I can't say how it can because we've got the suspended sentence this season so surely it has to come in this season because you never know. Football's a strange old game. We could go out, go out and, and win five or six games and end up stopping up. And if they bring the three-point penalty in next season, there'll be one or two clubs in the championship who will be quite disappointed with that, you know. And rightly so, because we've broken the rules. We've got to accept what's coming our way. Next season, it happens again and we get even more points. So it's something that needs sorting out. You say about going on a run and winning five games, nobody knows how to start a season off for a team more than Watford. Ask QPR for details. So let's turn to the football. But but first of all, let's just say very, very glad that there sounds like stability, even if there is still an underlying problem, because that, that's obviously the, of great concern to people. It, it, it's a great name. It's a great pass. And, and we, we only wish best for you and all of those other people eating pies in the middle of BAMS. Your, your, your season since we came... We came and played you guys it was it looked like a nil nil all day and then we actually had probably about the only piece of in-game management where a double substitution paid off we got a last minute winner looking at the stats for home and away as we do we've been looking at everybody's stats how they've been getting on at home and how they've been getting on away and you were until the last couple of times you were doing a lot you were kind of mid-table if you like for an away an away league if you will you were doing okay but it was the home team the home side um you know kind of appearances that were absolutely <clears throat> crippling you obvious obviously a dearth of goals and it translates obviously to the points per game that you you know very well what, what's what's been the narrative 
behind all of, all of that since we since we last spoke to you? Well, first of all, exactly. Leon Richardson got the boot, which was two thirds of the supporters in two polls. We run one on on our podcast, and the local uh-huh. press won one. Exactly the same results on both. Two thirds were thought it was a daft decision. Shouldn't have happened. It, it was in favour of keeping Liam. I think if you're sacking if you're sacking somebody like Liam Richardson, you've got to, you've got to bring in um, somebody with experience, somebody who knows what they're doing, and we brought in Colo Touré. Colo Touré, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, that was the yeah. Your guy was interviewed Wilder, Chris Wilder. I, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know if it was Gene Wilder or Chris Chris Wilder, but apparently it was Chris Wilder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so he was interviewed Neil Critchley which I didn't want Neil Critchley anyway but Neil Critchley was, was interviewed I believe Rob Edwards Mick McCarthy a, f- a few others but basically people with championship experience uh, and then we uh, we appointed uh, Colo Toure never managed a club and, you know he's been a I didn't even know where he was if I'm being honest I didn't know he was at Leicester and he brought in two yeah. coaches with him Kevin Betze who had worked with England under 14s Worked at Arsenal with their under twenty threes. Also managed Crawley for four weeks before he got sacked. Oh. And they brought in a guy called Josh uh, Ash J Hal, I think his name is. Twenty seven year old. He became a coach through a community program, and he coached in schools oh. for Leicester City. So no well, experience. That's a winning and team, isn't it? It was disaster written all <laughs> over it, and that's how it turned out. So we we turned it up for games, and we're just wide open in every game. I think he got two points. Did he get two or one? He might have only got one point. First game was a draw at Millwall. I think we we drew away at Luton in the cup. They beat us twice in a week, once in the yeah. cup replay, and then at the weekend in the league. It was just awful. It was absolutely awful. But. We brought in Sean Maloney. Now, again, a few people's mm-hmm. heads were turned with Sean Maloney. I mean, he's an hero with us. He played yeah. in the cup final. He took the goal that, you know, the corner that we scored the winning goal off. Uh, great player for us. Fantastic player. He's also worked with Roberto Martinez at Belgium, which, uh, and you can, and you can tell, you can tell oh. he has, because we play like Martinez sets his teams up. We, we do exactly the same thing. Uh, and it's changed it. He's changed it around. Under Toure, uh, we were wide open. We made mm-hmm. it tighter, uh, so we're not conceding as many goals. The only problem is, you know, we, we don't look like we can score either, which is uh, something we need to do. We need wins in our, our situation. Yeah, but, of course. but to be honest with you, I, I've sort of accepted relegation uh, in my heart, and I'm pleased that Sean Maloney. I hope, I don't think they'll sack him in the summer. I hope they don't, but I'm, I'll, I'll be very pleased if Sean Maloney is our manager as we enter a, a League One campaign. He's so positive. Everything he's saying, is he's, he's, he's saying all the right stuff. He, he's saying he wants the players to play on the front foot. You can see straight away the players started to play for him rather than what they were doing under Toure. Totally yeah. different. Uh, the fans have engaged with him. He had, he had his song when he was here. He'd do the yeah. Sean Maloney to the Oki Koki sort of thing, you know. <laughs> and, and that's been sang at every game. Even when we've lost, you know, we've been singing that. There's more of a bounce about the team. Sean Maloney was at this fans forum as well on on, on uh, Wednesday last week. If I was you, I'd, I'd have a little look at his interview after the Burnley game because at the fans forum, him and our CEO were talking about transparency and how the financial footing of the club is sound. And then, obviously, all the news broke uh, about what was going on. Uh, and, oh, if, God. and you, if you look at his... Uh, I, I don't think Maloney knew about this. <laughs> and if you look oh, at his, his facial expressions during his in- post-match interview uh, at, at the weekend against Burnley, he looks like a man who's been tortured, honestly. he's. Uh, <laughs> he, I think he's very angry with what's happened. So, really pleased to have him. What's happened you- since we last played you? Well, we've ended up at the bottom of the league. That's what's yeah. happened. Yeah, that's fair enough. And uh, Maloney was a wonderful player to watch. He was one of those kind of jinking kind of uh, wingers slash 
play in the hole slash kind of just just a creative dynamo um so you would hope that kind of recreating him you know across the team would, would, would be fantastic but and of course roberto martinez for you just just really says one thing but yeah. we'll, i'm sure we'll talk about that later because of course we're coming up to an anniversary of a certain game that you've already mentioned now i appreciate it's been a it's been a dirge of a, a dirge of a game one of the things we've started doing is uh i've started to try to select who i think other teams star player is bearing in mind everybody always talks to us and goes oh well it, it's it's ishmael Assar, and then we all kind of bury our heads in our hands and go no 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 so here's here's my effort to try to guess it correctly and you can tell me if i'm completely wrong i appreciate it's been a nightmare of a season both on and off the pitch in terms of that before i reveal who it is i came perilously close to calling james mclean who's got seven assists and got a couple of goals and seems to be having a fine season for a player of his age but i have gone basically for the top scorer but will keen who's played 35 games he's got 10 goals he's got three assists we were also linked with him at the start of the season but again then again we were linked with everybody Everyone, but yeah. he, he seems to have kept his goal ratio to games sort of pretty reasonable in a struggling team having done well last year he came into you from kind of ipswich i think it was for about 600k yeah. he's, he seems like really good business is, am, am I right, or are there people that I am uh, I, I'm omitting by error? He came out of a free transfer actually, because uh, Ipswich didn't renew his contract, and we was in administration, and he trained with us during the summer. During our well, the summer it was about three weeks, weren't it? That close season uh, yeah. during COVID, <laughs> he trained with us. He didn't sign with us because I think he was looking for a better offer somewhere <laughs> rather than playing for a, a club he was in administration. Didn't yeah. get an offer. He was obviously injured or carrying a knock and it took him about three or four months before he, he, he got he got up and running. So it was by probably mid to late January before we saw anything like Wilkie in that, that first season. And mm-hmm. then he was on fire till the end of the season. We stayed up when we should have got relegated from League One, uh, League One. The following season, he was the first place to sign a contract with us uh, of, of the players we had previously yeah. so he renewed his contract 25 goals in, in league one golden boots this season he started off in exactly the same form brilliant he'd been absolutely he was fantastic but to be honest with you he's not scored under Maloney so I think Maloney's done eight games now so he's not scored for eight games uh, and he's been in and out of the team he, he's had a little bit of dip of form but I think it's the way we're playing at the moment it doesn't quite suit his game he's more of a number 10 than a, an out and out striker if you'd have asked me around probably mid-January I'd have said absolutely Will Keane yes 100% no not so much so because, like I say, he's been in and out of the team. Believe it or not, Ashley Fletcher started all but one game. Oh, and, uh, no. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he scored two goals. Oh. <laughs> he scored two goals. He's only two goals of the season, but he scored two. He missed one on Saturday, which would have drew his level at Burnley. It was a great opportunity. It was a good save. It weren't adult, don't blame him at all. But he's been playing all right. I'm not saying he's playing good. If he's playing all right. He's put yeah. a lot of, lot of work in, sh- shifting about the pitch. Leading the line, I wouldn't go for a striker if I was picking. Um, I'd go for a defender. We've got a young Ooh. lad who's busting on onto the scene. A guy called Charlie Hughes. His dad uh, was Ada Hughes, centre half for Preston in the late eighties, early nineties. Donkey yeah. of a centre half, yeah. big, big donkey. <laughs> yeah, uh, Charlie's totally different. He's a big lad. He's a friend of the family as well, so yeah, I, I'm really... Oh, right. <laughs> so, so his dad thanks you very much for your description of him. Absolutely. <laughs> Every time I see him, he says, thank you very much, Barry, for that one. But he's just signed a, a, a four-and-a-half-year deal with us. And oh. he's, he's, he only turned 19, I think it was October when his birthday, so he's only just turned 19. He was playing youth team football at the start of the season. He's played uh, the last 10 games for us. Centre-half, 
and he's outstanding. He's absolutely fantastic. He tires in games, which is, you know, uh, I think if we if we had strength in depth, he'd have probably been left out of a couple, you know, young lad, you know, yeah, put yeah. him in and out. But he's not, he's in the, he'll definitely be playing on Saturday because we've no centre-backs. He, he's just awesome. With, he, he marked Ashley Burns out the game on uh, Saturday oh. at Berlin. We know how physically he is. So he's yeah. 6'2". He's probably about about 12 or 13 stone. He's a big lad. He can use both feet. He's excellent with the ball. He can cross it. He, he, he was at City for a while in the, their academy. We've had him since he was 13 uh, with us. But he's also had, had an injury, a knee injury, that kept him out of the game for a year. If you're thinking about his age now, he's only 19 No, He only just turned 19. He's already had a year out, so he's missed a year's yeah. development. He, he's got his, probably the first name on the team sheet every week at the moment. He's superb. Wow. So what, what, um, what Barry's alluding to there, Pete, is that you uh, got another one wrong. <laughs> I, I, no, no. I like saying that. <laughs> What Barry is alluding to is that I'm a little bit late. You know, he said a few... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I yeah, think he's also yeah. alluding that's, to the fact that Keenan Davis is going to be pretty much marked out the game as well on, on, on Saturday. I think that's what he's saying, really. To be fair, Keenan Davis will mark himself out the game. This is true. This is very true. Yes. Yes, yes. I, I like the fact that you go. You got no centre backs, and all three of us went. Well, that's us not scoring. <laughs> that's not, yeah. 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 Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We've struggled for centre-backs for the past few weeks now. Uh, we've Sam Martin Kelly from West Brom, played his first game at West Bromwich Albion, uh, sorry, at Blackburn Rovers. Absolutely outstanding. 80 minutes into the game, twisted on the turf, done his ACL out for a year. Oh, good God. Oh, yeah. Jack Watmore, who's our, we like, we liken him to our, our Bobby Moore. Look, we love yep. Jack Watmore. He's out, so he's injured. Oh. Um, so we brought Stephen Colker in, who's not much fit. He's a good player, Stephen Colker. was brilliant yeah, with yeah. Uh, you know, with Swansea, weren't they, in the Premier League? Yeah, really yeah. good. But he just doesn't seem to hit the ground running with us, so he's been in and out. Is he sort of 32, 33 now, Colker? Uh, I mean, he's, he's, he yeah, must I be getting he's on. Th- yeah, 33, yeah. I think he is, yeah. He's a big unit, though. He is a big unit. You know, he's, I've stood outside of him. He's about six foot three. Mm. You, you know, you think to yourself, because he was good on the ball, weren't he? I always remember him playing for Swansea, being really good on the ball, and, and that type of centre-back who could bring the ball out. In fact, when he was at Liverpool, they played... Played him up front for a while as a centre forward, you know. So yeah, but yeah, you you got to go some way. Last week we were talking to QPR and we were comparing basically Danny Shitu to the basically to the size of Wales because that's the kind of metric that you need for him. So yeah, not not Col- Wales the uh, no the, the, the principality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
neither works really to be quite yeah. honest with you with Danny Shitu. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Hi, this is Peter Kennedy and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Right, sir. In that case, we are going to have a little wander down before before we go into thinking about predictions in the future. We're going to have a little wander down memory lane and we're going to play what we call Wigan 1-2-3. Here are three players who have played for Watford and have played for Wigan Athletic. We will start as always. We, we go in reverse order here for the for the kind of thing. We'll, we'll start with, with these guys to see which ones they can name. Justin, can you name one of these three players who have represented Ooh. both Watford and indeed the Latics? I can name two, but you only want me to name one. I'm going to name... I only want the one. That's fine. I'm going to name the guy in the middle, Peter Kennedy. Peter Kennedy. Excellent. Let's go across to our to our guest then, Barry. Any idea who you might like to uh, call out as a as a player of, of fine repute for, for Wigan Athletic there? Well, I, I didn't realise one of them had actually played for you, so I'm not going to mention him, but I'll go with, obviously, Ben Watson because it's that time of year coming up. We may be going in that direction. So we come to Carlos. Carlos, who's the third player there? <laughs> Good luck. Well, I, I think I think it's Nathan Ellington. Well done. You saw oh. my little my little wheeze because I used the word player to confuse you there. Yeah, um, you that's good. So what we like to now do is put these three players in order of their legacy to <laughs> Watford and their legacy for the Latics. This should be this, easy. This, this should be also easy. be known as the Andre Gray slash Nathan Ellington <laughs> yes. section, because let's be honest, we kind of play this about. But we're going to start with our guest here, Barry. You've got to put this into bronze, silver and gold in terms oh. of their legacy for you guys at the DW. This is very, very difficult. Uh, bronze, quite easy, Peter Kennedy. Uh, I, I, I actually recall Kennedy scored a great goal for us away at Bristol City when we got promoted out of what is now League One. But I remember him scoring against us for you in the League <laughs> Cooked and at our place in yep, about yep. 2000, 2000. Probably would be about then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, about yeah. then. Um, yeah. So, Nathan Ellington, an absolute legend, goal scorer extraordinaire, fired us to, to two promotions. Ben Watson scored the FA Cup goal. Oh, my God. God, you've, got, you've, you've got to choose one at the top, and and I'm not I'm not saying Nathan needs it more, but Nathan <laughs> probably needs it more in these in these postcodes. Let me not influence you, sir. Who's going silver? Who's getting gold? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm to be honest with you, I'm going to actually be out with Ben Watson in two and a half weeks, so I'm going to put Nathan Ellington silver, Ben Watson gold because I'll never live it down. <laughs> Well done, well done, well done. Guys, we will get your, your Watford 1, 2, 3 in just a moment. I think I know who might just sneak the bronze there. But um, <laughs> you mentioned, and when we were on with you last time, we talked about the incredible day, which is now nearly 10 years ago. So I'm presuming it's going to be part of the celebrations oh. for the 2013 FA Cup winners. We we had an FA Cup final with Manchester City as well, but we're not going to talk about that back where we were. There was Mr. Ben Watson popping up at the far post. Now, we've, we've spoken about, obviously, the, the stuff that you've been going through over the last few days and the difficulty of the season, and the difficult, but you've got your kind of centenary, I suppose, or decade rather, um, kind of celebrations for it. It's not a centenary, that'd be, be 100 years ago. What the hell am I talking Decadera. about? A decade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'll do. That's a word. Um, you're you're going to be out with Ben. What 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 are the what are the things planned for for the Good Burgers of uh, of Wigan to celebrate that on the 11th, which is the actual anniversary? There's uh, something happening in, in the supporters' club that evening. I've got to stop there. I've got to stop myself because oh. it's top secrets at the moment. Oh, oh. oh. is it, oh, is it oh. 150 Wigan kebabs again? I think it probably yeah. is. Yeah, I've got to I've got to re 
rewind on that one, right? So, okay. but there is something happening on the 11th, and then on the 13th, which is the Saturday, uh, the the rugby team are, are playing at the state. I'm not mentioning who the rugby team is. Uh, there's some some guys run around chasing an egg, but they're playing <laughs> yes. there on the Friday. On the Saturday evening, there's there's a re reunion dinner. And the full squad are going to be there, so that's where oh, I'm going to be. Going to be with Ben. We've got a table up right at the front where the players are, and that's going to be a magic night. Roberto's there, Graham Jones, all the players, everybody who played, substitutes as well. So some guys who uh, we've not seen for you know they were bit players, shall we say, for the, the Latics, but big characters. So you know it's going to be a great evening. Now I think on the 11th, I, I can I can say what we're doing. We're having a, a rerun of the cup final it's been shown on a big screen so uh, with Roberto Martinez and Sean Maloney and, and Ben Watson and Emerson Boyce so that'll be a great evening as well uh, fantastic can't fantastic. wait well give us give Ben our love because he's uh, he's very much respected and, and loved at Watford as well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well his first game was remarkable because we were playing Blackpool and we were 2-0 down and we we yeah. just signed Ben and Jokanovic who was a great tactician in finish came in and bought him on in the second half and he just kind of defensive midfield who knew that was a concept and we won the second half 7-0 to win it 7-2 so he he yeah. is very well considered I'm going to go to Justin and Carl here who guys are you going to place in the bronze medal no close but no cigar position well, do I wonder well, for Watford there's no real argument with this one it has to be Mr Nathan Ellington yeah I'll, I'll go with Nathan as well actually yeah Nathan Ellington Nathan Ellington uh, Carl Justin who are we going to go who are we going to put in well, second place for me, for me, it's Ben yeah, Watson in second place. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree. he was great. And he's one of those players that you forget. Or I, I forget played for Watford until I watch sort of old videos. I go, bloody hell, Ben Watson. He was kind of, I don't know, he was like an anonymous but good player for me. But yeah, I mean, Kennedy was part of the 98-99 promotion team. Scored our very first ever Premier League goal. Yeah, for me, Peter Kennedy, gold. I think I think that covers it. And, it and what, he, what he did at Luton as well. We'll, we'll always oh, of course, him. yes, yes. Yeah. What he did there as well with his—he got two, didn't he? That day, Kennedy, I think he did. He did yeah, Carl, in in, yeah. in any any agreement with that disagreement? Uh, com- complete agreement with that. Yeah, um, Ben was a, a steady Eddie for us. Brilliant player, actually. To be fair to him, uh, but yeah, Peter Kennedy, just uh, what he did at that time under GT, and then and we've spoken to uh, to Peter on the podcast, so that's always nice as well. Yeah, and he was yeah, amongst the birthday messages that you got as well, as well as one he from Barry. Was. No. Yes, he was. He was. And of course, he's from Northern Ireland, so you didn't understand a word. Not a clue what he said. Not a clue. This is Robbie from AFTV, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, and I can confirm it's brilliant. So, as you all know, and as you've all feared, it's time for the completely rubbish DNS. Is this still going on, is it? Are we still doing this? Carlos, you're still down the bottom. Um, Thank you for that. No, Nobody scored any points against QPR. Uh, not just the Watford team, but everybody thought everyone we're going to go and get a win. <laughs> so there we go. There we go. Barry, we have to turn to you, sir, as our guest. Uh, at the moment, playing for the EFL, you're in second place. So, you know, there's... Oh, who am I kidding? There's no jeopardy in this nonsense. Um, what do you think the score is going to be? Three o'clock, Saturday, Vicarage Road. <sighs> Barry, just to help you, anybody that actually goes that Watford are going to win on the, you know, as our guest, generally it, it pans out okay for their team. Just saying. Following that advice and the fact that you've taken Chris Wilder as your manager, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go for a sneaky 1 0 win to Wigan Athletic oh. with a Wilkin goal after you've picked him out. So that's very good to hear that. Thank you. Penalty as well. We'll go for a penalty. Oh, oh I love it. I look forward to that. 
when these things get specific, they're very, very good. I like those a lot. Okay. Carlos, any idea? <laughs> Who do you I, think? I you... mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm really falling out of love with the football at the moment. <laughs> yes, aren't we all? I, I, I yeah. never believed that. Bearing in mind, you came on the Twitter spaces and you went, yes, but I'm in West London and it's wet. And I spent, I spent £4.50 getting here. And, and you and Justin, you and Justin are in warm living rooms on comfy sofas. <laughs> Justin, we're both going. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, it's been a tough couple of days, and we've got, we've got, as we record this, we've got Birmingham tomorrow, so it could get worse. Um, I will go based on absolutely fuck all. Uh, I will go. Let, let's plan. It. I'll go with Watford one, Wigan nil. Justin, by by hook or by crook, you are leading this. I know. This absolutely abysmal effort. Very well. at, at something approaching entertainment, and it's not at all. What are you going to go for? We've got one nil to Wigan. We've got one nil to Watford. Mm. Are you going to complete the set? Are we going to see some points allocated because you go for your nice, comfy, warm living room and and sofa yeah. result, which is of course one all yeah are you gonna do that well you uh, aren't uh, well listen we've already seen one game under wilder as we record and it was pretty pathetic oh, i love the big build-up to this carry on it's gonna be one one peter there you go <laughs> oh somebody's gonna <laughs> score some points somewhere somewhere because yeah. we've got a one nil wigan we've got a one nil watford we've got a one all from comfy sofa that is justin yep well only, only i'll be in the cold and wet oh well it might not be on saturday but i'm not gonna you know i'll be there saturday so None of this sitting on your sofa stuff Saturday, mate. I'll, I'll, I will be there. Well, there we go. There we go. Every, everything's sorted. Is I'm it? so pleased. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I, wouldn't go, I wouldn't quite go that far. Oh, short. okay. All right. I mean, I, I, I will say this to you, Barry. I am actually dreading Saturday based on, again, not a lot because we've only seen one game under Wilder. But if you'd seen what I'd seen on Saturday against QPR, you would be dancing around whatever room you're currently in looking forward to playing us because you've got no centre-backs. Don't worry, my friend. Watford, <laughs> hold my beer. There we go. <laughs> this game. Do not scratch your eyes! Barry, thank you very much for coming on. Do not scratch your eyes once again. Uh, best of luck for the rest of the season. Apart from Saturday, of course, hope you stay up. Really do, because it would be a shame not to speak to you again next season. But yeah, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I've loved it. Loved it. Every, every, every second of being on with you. Thank you very much. Cheers, Barry. Cheers, mate. Thank Love you. It. Pleasure. Bye. Thank you, Barry. Bye-bye. Ta-da. Cheers, bella. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. <laughs>